When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Wednesday, June 15th, and this is People Every Day. Hey there, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, coming to you from my old stomping grounds in New York City. I hopped a flight last night and made my way into our People offices today for the first time in, like, forever. And I have to say, it's just so good seeing my colleagues in 3D again. I didn't realize how much I missed everyone. We've got another jam-packed show for you today, so let's dive right into some of the biggest stories out there. Is BTS breaking up? Okay, look, don't come for me. (laughs) This is real. Listen, during the South Korean band's annual Festa dinner to celebrate their 2013 debut, several members of the K-pop supergroup tearfully informed fans that they're taking a break from BTS to pursue solo projects and decide their next direction as a group. Listen to this. I always thought that BTS was different from other groups, but the problem with K-pop and the whole idol system is that they don't give you time to mature. That was member RM. And he also said, you have to keep producing music and keep doing something. Hmm. The group apparently wants to use the time apart to see how they can challenge themselves individually as artists. The 26-year-old V assured fans that the hiatus isn't a true breakup, though, saying, later when we gather again as a group, that synergy will be like no other. There's some hope there. And speaking of hope, J-Hope echoed those sentiments and said he thought it would be a positive experience for everyone. He said, quote, I think we should spend some time apart to learn how to be one again. I hope you don't see this as a negative thing and see it as a healthy plan. Wow. So it sounds like they're not completely blowing things up with dynamite. Uh, All of their songs are just so catchy. Now, obviously, music history is littered with solo artists who took time away from their bands briefly or permanently to find their own voices. Uh, Paul McCartney, Stevie Nicks, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Harry Styles, to name a few of the most famous. So I am very interested to see exactly what this means for the individual band members as they set out on their own. And then what will BTS look and sound like when they reunite in the future? Hopefully it's sooner rather than later because that army of theirs is going to lose it. Next up, Pixar's much-anticipated animated film, Lightyear, hits theaters this weekend, but is already stirring up controversy. The movie has been banned by the United Arab Emirates for featuring an on-screen kiss by two characters of the same sex. Disney, which owns Pixar, has faced similar bans on films in the UAE and other countries over comparable moments in films like Doctor Strange 2, Eternals, and West Side Story. Walt Disney Studios, however, did face some backlash after it removed a same-sex kissing scene in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker so it could be released in Singapore. And for the record, scene may have been an exaggeration. It was literally two seconds of the Star Wars film. But Disney is holding their ground on this one. Chris Evans, who voices this version of Buzz Lightyear, shared his thoughts on the groups taking issue with the film, and he didn't hold back. 
The real truth is those people are idiots. I mean, I think throughout history, you can see every time there's been social advancement as we wake up, there's always going to be people who are afraid and unaware and, and trying to hold on to what was before. But those people die off like dinosaurs. Captain America, once again, speaking to the masses. The fact that an on-screen kiss between two members of the same sex is still such a radical idea to some people is exactly why Pride Month exists. It's great to hear Chris Evans not holding back and being an ally. And now, I don't know about you, but there's just something about summertime that always puts a little pep in my step. With the long, warm days, maybe even boiling hot in some places, and the kids out of school, summer's the best time to just get out, travel, and really enjoy everything this big, beautiful country has to offer. This week's issue, Out Friday, highlights 100 reasons to love America this summer. And we've got a preview for you right now. I'm a sucker for you. We are suckers for the Jonas Brothers, and lucky for us, they are this week's People cover stars. The Superstar Siblings top our list of 100 reasons to love America, and there's a whole lot to love here. This is just such a fun issue that we put out every year, and I'm so excited to talk about it all. So joining me now to do just that is People's Editor-in-Chief, Liz Vaccarello. Hi, Liz. Welcome back to the show. Hello, and happy Love America issue. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about it. Why this issue? Why is this so special to us? It started a few years ago, actually, as a respite to all the bad news and crimes and political contention and partisanship. And it, it can really sort of devolve into negativity. So it was a reminder about the optimism and the heroes and the homegrown talent and all the reasons that America is a great place to live and breathe and entertain and raise our families. I love that. Let's talk about those Joe Bros. You know them, you love them, and you are so excited. The band got back together three years ago, right? So Nick, Joe, and Kevin opened up about how they're prioritizing their relationship with each other this time around in their second act. So tell us what they said. Well, on the day of the shoot, we shot them. It was like 110 degrees in the Vegas desert. Oof. Joe said the brothers made an effort to drive out to the shoot, just the three brothers in a car and have breakfast and lunch and just to connect. He said, this time in our life and career, we all work quite hard. And to get that time at home more often, we also prioritize just the three of us. It's a nice balance because they want to have a strong bond among themselves as well. Nick and Priyanka live in LA. Joe and Sophie live in Miami. Kevin and Danielle live in New Jersey. And as Nick said, you know, we all have families and we live in different places, but yet somehow they're in a better spot than they've ever been. I love it. I love it. Well, we've got this incredible spread on real Hollywood dynasties. So I know that one is one that you're really keen on. So talk about how it made the list. You know, People is a family magazine. We love to celebrate these celebrities who we've been following them since their offspring were babies. Michael Gandolfini, for example, he's 23 and he's portrayed Tony Soprano in 2021's Many Saints of Newark. Trinity Rodman, her dad is Dennis Rodman, of course, who played basketball. And Trinity's sport is soccer, but she's a star forward for the Washington Spirit in the National Women's Soccer League. 
it's just like a nice page. It's sort of designed like our chatter page with all the offspring in the middle. You can see Julian De Niro, who portrayed Barack Obama in The First Lady. I did not know that until this issue, that it was Robert De Niro's son. Wow. Uh, We focus on the compassion that has come out of America for Ukraine and how people just have gone through so much. But on the flip side, there are so many people stepping up to help with relief efforts. Tell me about this. It's so interesting and heartening, I think, and says a lot about us that one in four Americans has contributed to a humanitarian cause in Ukraine. And then some of the stars have given of themselves and given to an even greater extent. Actress Mila Kunis said, part of my heart just got ripped out after Russia invaded her native Ukraine. And she immigrated to the U.S. in 91. And she and her husband, Ashton, raised $35 million and donated $3 million of their own money to help. And then you have somebody like Chef Jose Andres, who, who brought his nonprofit World Central Kitchen to the border of Ukraine and Poland to cook and bring comfort and hope and partner with local restaurants. And then really just hometown heroes. That's that's the heart of all of this. There's a little story about a Boston ER doctor, Erica Nelson, who traveled to the Ukraine with Team Rubicon, which is a disaster response group to treat displaced people suffering from medical emergencies. And we asked her, you know, why does she do it? And she says she does it, quote, because I have to. It's just beautiful. Uh, Liz, I want to leave you on one thing that's in the issue that I feel like you can best explain. A reason to love America is bacon, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, a list isn't a list without bacon on it. I really just, you know, vitamin P for pork, as my family calls it. We have a little box on brands that have turned 100 this year. Because that's another success story about America. You can really start a business, a family business. All of them were. Stouffer's is one of them. But Wright Bacon, W-R-I-G-H-T, was started by Egbert Eggleston and his family in Vernon, Texas. And they achieved the perfect recipe for thicker smoked bacon. (laughs) We are celebrating them. Well, we will leave you with bacon then. Liz, this has been so fun. And it's always such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for stopping by. My pleasure. And guys, for the other 90-something reasons to love America that we didn't get to, pick up this week's issue on Stands Friday. The Today Show has aired the second part of the tense interview between Savannah Guthrie and Amber Heard. Now, what really threw me for a loop was when Amber said that she will always love Johnny. Wow. We absolutely have to talk about everything new we learned this morning. But first, believe it or not, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard aren't the only current or former celebrity couple out there worth talking about. Right after the break, we've got the latest on those Hollywood love lives in this week's Heart Monitor. Stay with us. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are back and it's time for this week's Heart Monitor, where we get into the latest relationship stories that are buzzing around the entertainment world. Actress Katie Holmes isn't holding back on showing off her new man. Holmes was spotted holding hands with musician boyfriend Bobby Wooten III at the Tribeca Film Festival this week. The two took to the red carpet for the premiere of the film Alone Together, which Holmes wrote, directed, and stars in. The duo made their red carpet debut just a few weeks ago at the Mothballs 25th Anniversary Gala at Spring Studios in New York City. But rumors began swirling around the two back in April when photos exclusively obtained by People showed them kissing and holding hands while strolling through the streets of good old New York. They look so cute together, and Katie Holmes is just someone I'm always rooting for to be happy. Last month, People confirmed that Jason Momoa and Itza Gonzalez had been in an exclusive relationship since February after meeting through, quote, work and mutual connections. But a source now tells People that the Dune actor and ambulance actress have gone their separate ways, adding that they're just very different people. Now, another source tells us that the pair are, quote, hoping they might work it out. They love each other very much, having dated quietly for some time before it became public. Public. I guess this means Aquaman is off to look for more fish in the sea. Or maybe not. We'll see. Lastly, brand new dad, Post Malone, just opened up about his self-destructive relationship with alcohol. This week, while promoting his new album, 12 Carat Toothache, the singer praised his fiance for standing by his side and helping him fight through a difficult period in his life. Malone has chosen to keep most of his personal life very private, but he had no problem opening up on how important his fiance has been to him, saying, I met a really beautiful person that made me feel like a human being again. He added, she saved my effing life. It's pretty epic. Wow. Posty chronicles his struggle with alcohol in one of his new songs called Love Hate Letter to Alcohol. Take a listen. Glad to hear he is in a better place and that he has such a dedicated partner by his side along with a new little one to love on. Today, NBC released a preview of part two of Amber Heard's interview with Today Show's Savannah Guthrie. In the new portion released this morning, Heard says that she still has love for Johnny Depp and that she was not a, quote, likable victim. She also says she is nervous that anything she says could lead to more defamation suits from Depp and his team. So here to break down the latest on this interview is People's senior reporter of emerging content, Lene Brody. Hey, Lene, welcome back. Hey, Janine. Well, one of the biggest takeaways from today's preview of this one-on-one sit-down with Amber is that she fears that anything she says can come under fire or have her be sued for defamation again. So what exactly did she say about that? 
She said, and quote, I took for granted what I assumed was my right to speak. I'm scared that no matter what I do, no matter what I say or how I say it, every step that I take will present another opportunity for the sort of silencing, which is what a defamation lawsuit is meant to do. It's meant to take your voice. Wow. During the trial, though, there was a text message revealed where Johnny Depp had promised, quote, global humiliation for Amber. So Savannah asked her directly, just how she's felt and asked point blank if she thought that that came true. So what was Amber's reaction? So in the text messages that surfaced at the trial, Depp had promised the global humiliation for Heard. And when she was asked by Guthrie if it feels like that came true, Heard nodded in agreement. She then went on to say, quote, I know he promised it. I testified to this. I'm not a good victim. I get it. I'm not a likable victim. I'm not a perfect victim. But when I testified, I asked the jury to see me as human and to hear his own words, which is a promise to do this. It feels as though he has. What do you think, Lene? I mean, do you think that prophecy came true just given everything that we've seen on social media and all of this? You know, I hate the word likable victim. I I just don't like those words together. And like every time I hear it, it just makes me cringe. I mean, this is really hard. It's really hard. I feel like she felt like she could speak her truth finally to Savannah, but... I don't know. What are your thoughts? I'm really curious to get everyone's thoughts on this. I kind of agree with her feeling like she was globally humiliated. It's not pretty out there. So there's still just so many questions. And and during this interview, we saw a little bit of, of push and pull. One of the moments that was spoken about was when Amber is asked about donations she was supposed to make with the money awarded during the settlement on her divorce. And Savannah asked her if she thinks that it cost her credibility with the jury saying that she donated it when she didn't. So this is what she had to say about it. Take a listen. So much of the trial was meant to cast aspersions on who I am as a human, my credibility, to call me a liar in, in every way you can. And that more. was the trial. It was a credibility contest. And that I was it. This is another one of the examples where if you pull back and you think about it, I shouldn't have to have donated it in an in, in effort to be believed. I shouldn't have had to earmark the entirety of that in order to have You a, shouldn't a have, trial. but once you said you did. Right, which is where it was intended to go. And credibility, that's the key word there. It's so important in a defamation case. So do you think this was a turning point with her and the jury? I think it was interesting that Savannah really pushed her for an answer with this about the whole donation. I mean, she did bring up a very fair point. And I think that may have been a turning point. You know, obviously we weren't in the room, so we don't know every in and out. But I understand what she was asking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, lastly, she was asked about her love for Johnny and how she feels about him today, now, and and what her life looks like now going forward after all of this drama. So what is in store for Amber? You know, she's really talked about how she's excited to just go back to being a full-time mom. We saw in the footage that she's holding her baby and she's laughing with the baby. And she says that that's what she's looking forward to doing most. When asked about her love for Johnny, I kind of gasped a little bit, but then I kind of Mm -hmm. took myself back to a place. Like, think about it. Every ex you've ever had, every deep love you've ever had, no matter what they've done to you, it's so hard to not just have even the teeniest place in your heart for that person. But I have to say that just given the optics of this trial and, and what she says... 
My jaw hit the floor a little bit when she said, yeah, I still do have love for him because she seemed sincere. She said, quote, I love him. I loved him with all my heart and I tried the best I could to make a deeply broken relationship work. I couldn't. No bad feelings or ill will towards him at all. I know that might be hard to understand or it might be really easy to understand. If you've ever loved anyone, it should be easy. There's a part of me that's like, how do you even have that teeny place in your heart? Wow. I'm, you're right. It's just wildly interesting. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me about this today, Lene. Absolutely. Anytime, Jeannie. Thanks for having me. All right. I want to end the show by giving you a little preview of a very special episode we are planning for you this Friday. Here at People, both in the magazine and on this show, we like to bring you the stories that we feel we need to tell and that you, our audience, needs to hear. This Friday, my colleague and friend of the show, Jason Sheeler, will be taking over again. You may recall him from the exclusive sit-down feature episode with supermodel Linda Evangelista a few months back, and most recently, his guest hosting of last week's Pride episode. Well, Friday's episode with Jason centers around country star Ty Herndon, who opens up for the very first time and in heartbreaking detail about how sexual assault and his battle with addiction changed his career and his life forever. Here's a little preview of his story. Yeah, it was it was an instant smash, and I was an instant smash. I was country's new darling. I was slated to be the next Garth Brooks, the guy for stadiums, and it's like a ticking time bomb. It's truly an incredible story, and I am very excited for Jason to share it with you all. And thank you again for listening to us today. I will be back again tomorrow for our Thursday edition of People Every Day. 